Welcome to HCS Talks. I'm your host, Superintendent of Hampton City Schools, Raymond Haynes. This is our Hampton City Schools podcast. It is designed to educate, inform, and hopefully entertain our community and beyond. We talk about different topics related to education, students, teachers, support staff, parents, programs and initiatives, community partnerships, and more. Some of it is just informative, no matter who you are. So we hope you stay tuned and keep listening to HCS Talks. Today, I have stopped by the Hampton High School, where the legacy of excellence continues, and I have the privilege of talking with Miss Shonda Bailey, the head coach of the Hampton High girls basketball team. So welcome, Coach Bailey, to HCS Talks. We appreciate you taking time from your busy day to sit down with us a bit. Before we dive into your championship team, tell the listening audience a little bit about yourself. My, again, my name is Shonda Bailey, and I am a Hampton High School graduate. Um, I won't tell what year, but <laughs> <laughs> way back, um, I played here uh, in the 90s for David Six. And um, after graduation, I went on and played college basketball uh, on a basketball scholarship and came back and started coaching with David Six um, immediately upon graduation. And I've just kind of been back and forth ever since. So the basketball, playing and coaching has been in your blood at a very early age. Yes, yes. What college did you attend, Coach Bailey? I went to Fayetteville State. Fayetteville, Fayetteville State. State, yes. How was your experience being a college athlete? Um, much different than high school. And I tell my kids all the time, and college is like a, a job. Um, first of all, they're paying you to go to school there. Um, you're going to work out with, you know, your position coach. You're going to have team practices. You have weightlifting, and you're tired. And, right. you know, you just wear sweats every day to class because <laughs> you've been up since four during a workout. You have another one at noon in practice, and you travel quite extensively. But, um, you know, pay for college, so I'm happy with that. You got a free ride to college. Mm-hmm. You can't beat that uh, all-around experience because I imagine with, with playing on the college level, you got a chance to travel a bit. So Absolutely. talk a little bit about some of your favorite places that you've been during your time at Fayetteville State. Well, Fayetteville State is in the CIAA, so most of the traveling that we did was right there in the North Carolina, um, Virginia area. But for me, it was a wonderful experience. My mother also went to Fayetteville State, so that was that was great to go to my mom's alma mater. And, um, Did she play ball as well? No, my okay. mother was a dancer, cheerleader. My daughter takes after her. I don't think my mom could catch a ball. When she, God bless her soul. But, uh, uh, you know, just my family's from North Carolina, so it was great to be there. Um, my family could come and watch me play. My parents could come up and watch me play. Um, but just, you know, just a great experience right there in North Carolina playing. And then being close to family, that yes. that probably worked to your benefit as well. Absolutely. So I know you mentioned that you, when once you graduated from Fayetteville State, you came back and coached along with your former coach, Six. Yes. Um, so how did you get into coaching? So talk a little bit about that. I've always been a floor leader. Uh, I think I'm a better coach than I, I was a good player, but I'm definitely a better coach, I think, than um, a player. I understand the game. Six to me is probably one of the smartest coaches I've ever been around. His understanding of the game is just phenomenal. And you can look at the history of girls that he's coached and see that in all of us. He probably has 
three of us I know that are coaching two are coaching Division One basketball. I also coached Division One basketball at Hampton University for a couple of years. So um, he just gave us all of that insight. It was great coming back here coaching, starting off. Uh, I was the youngest JV coach in Hampton High history. I was 21. Wow. Uh, coaching, <laughs> yes, coaching kids that I really was in high school with um, at that time. And, um, you know, just being under his leadership was was really a great learning experience. So you two stay connected. I believe he's still coaching. He's right? still coaching. We, my daughter and I went to his game the other day against Norfolk State, but he's still in Hampton coaching. All right. Yes. So you've been coaching for how long at Hampton? Wow. On and off since 99. 99. 99. So you have quite a few years yes. of experience yes. coaching and as a player as well. Yes. Just looking at how you mold and shape young minds, not just athletically, but academically as well. Because uh-huh. we look and focus on that whole uh, concept of student athlete. And I know that you've Absolutely. done a phenomenal job at preparing young people for life after high school as well. We'll get into that in a few minutes. But last season, your Crabbers won the Virginia High School League Class 4 State Championship. Why do you feel you had such a successful season? We prepare our girls. I think um, our program is much different. All of the coaches on my staff have played college basketball, I think for except for maybe one. All of us have played college basketball. We've all played at a higher level. And just having that expectation and knowing what waits for you after graduation for our kids that want to play outside of high school basketball, we're able to bring those experiences to the team, um, letting them know what college basketball is going to be like, um, the expectation of juggling classroom, travel, basketball uh, is just an experience that we have and we are able to bring to our girls. Um, We're very strict about classroom and um, I think all of that prepares us for state championships. Uh, One thing that we do here that is a tradition of ours is we give all of our girls a quote at the beginning of the season and sometimes it takes me a longer time to find a quote for specific kids but I try to give them a quote that is something that they need to get through Um, and they are to recite the quote every single day at the end of practice. So everybody goes around and says their quote. And the mindset behind that is the kids, I don't know if you've heard some of the music that they listen to and, you know, walk through the halls and hear the things that the kids say. But a lot of them don't get a lot of positivity throughout the day. So our mindset is that you're going to hear at least 12 positive quotes every single day. You're going to that's going to be pumped into you. So each young person has a different quote. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And by the end of the season, the kids believe what it is that they're hearing every single day. So that helps us. That is powerful. Mm-hmm. Part of life lessons as well. And yes. it helps to shape and shift that mindset if, in fact, the music they're listening to sort of has some negative connotations. Absolutely. That positivity comes when they come in and, and work with you from the student-athlete perspective. What are your expectations for this season? Well, we're expecting excellence like always. Um, I tell my kids that uh, these games right now don't really matter. They do, but they're just preparing us for postseason. We're we're preparing for February, March at this point in the season, and we're just looking to get better every single day. Of course, it's very different playing without Kennedy. Um, Kennedy is a phenom, and, you know, you could play around her. This year, everybody has to play around each other. We'll have to get it done by committee. Right. 
And instead of one person leading the way, everybody has to contribute, which is great for us because they'll get to get a concept of playing together and leaning on one another um, instead of leaning on Kennedy to get it. And that was a lot on her shoulders, um, but she was able to rise up and do it. This year, the kids will have to depend on one another right. more to get it done more of a holistic team approach yes, to this. absolutely. I can't say enough about, I know you mentioned Kennedy, but what you do to prepare young people for life after high school. So talk a little bit about that with the understanding that there is life after high school and it's not just your coming in here winning a state championship. In your role as the coach, you're preparing them for, for life in general. So. Absolutely. We still keep in contact with a large majority of the kids when they graduate. Um, there are probably two or three kids that call me every day, every other day, because we are very instrumental in their lives after high school. Uh, we provide a lot of advice and guidance to, you know, young ladies. Um, once they graduate, you know, we don't cut them off. It doesn't right. stop there. It's a, it's a family relationship. Um, we love on them, you know, right. forever. Right. So whenever they need us, they're able to call. But, you know, that life after high school is sometimes the stress and the peer pressure can be greater than it is in high school. So because all of my coaches have been there, we've lived that college life, we played college basketball, we're able to, able to help them juggle the requirements of what's expected of them after high school. Um, I have a kid who called me last night saying it's almost time for her to get a job and she's not ready and what is she supposed to do, you know. So that kind of stuff, you know, I'm telling her welcome to the real world. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then, I, uh, you know, I'm sure that you, I mean, I know you've had a great deal of experience with, with college recruits coming in and looking at um, the athletes and seeing if they're prepared to be for the next level. So talk about that experience and I guess how exciting it can be for you because I, I imagine the same thing was done when you were here as a student and folks came to recruit you to Fayetteville State. Right. It's it's very exciting for my kids. At the beginning of uh, every season or preseason, um, during our conditioning period, we have college coaches that will contact me and come in. Um, this year, there was probably one every other day just coming and sitting in and practice, watching the kids um, and seeing how they could fit into their program. Definitely very beneficial to be a, a crabber and um, being able to practice and play in front of college coaches and having them see you to know how you would fit into our program. Um, since that time, we've had um, three kids go on unofficial visits. Um, we've probably had five offers come through our program uh, this season already before we've even started playing. So that is nice. that's why we do it. It's not about necessarily you know the wins and losses look you know wins look good right. but it's about preparing the kids for life and helping them get out of it what they should be able to get out of it absolutely can you tell us some of your team strengths as well as challenges we are we're we're tall this year we're big um we are uh very strong in the paint um i think it's going to be or it, it's going to be difficult for teams to be able to guard us inside. Last year was hard for them to guard us outside. This year we'll just flop it the other way. Um, so we can go big if we want to. I can play three girls that are six foot or better. I can go smaller and uh, trap if I wanted to do that, I put in an athletic group. Um, but those are our strengths. I think that we're strong. Um, we probably have two of the strongest, not probably, we definitely have two of the strongest girls um, in the 757 in the paint on our team. You really can't stop them from scoring. And it's almost getting to the point, I told my assistant coaches that I need to get some boys to come in and practice because 
my days are numbered trying to <laughs> get in there and guard them. It's, it's getting a little tough for me. So they're scoring on me a little too much. So, so you're saying you can't compete with them anymore. Can't do it anymore. <laughs> That's, remember, I'm a 90s baby. I need to get, um, you know, just somebody that can challenge them a little better right. than I can now in right. practice. So. Right. Mm-hmm. so are there any opportunities where they would perhaps practice with the uh, the varsity boys? or We usually scrimmage our JV boys, mm-hmm. um, and we can beat them in a half court, but once we start going up and down because they're boys and right. they're just faster, that's right. when they tend to get us. But I expect that. Right. Um, but I just want to see us, you know, get back and get in front of them on defense, and I know we can, you know, handle girls in that way. But we always we always go against our JV boys. So Nice, nice. So, Coach, what would you say is your greatest reward as a coach? Hands down, my greatest reward is seeing my girls after high school. The other day, we went to uh, William & Mary, George Mason game, and uh, Danielle McTeer plays for William & Mary. Um, She was on that first state championship team that we had here. Uh, Kennedy Harris is at George Mason, and she was on the first and last state championship team that we had here. And then we had a coach on the sideline, Amani Franklin, and she coaches with Mason. Um, So that was tremendous. That same week, we went to go watch the apprentice school. Amaya Ray, who played here, she was defensive player of the year. She plays for the apprentice school, and she just set a record, the first triple-double in school history. And uh, Jayla Stratton, who graduated and was on our last state championship team, she played too. We have a kid uh, uh, playing overseas, um, Destiny. Um, love it. She's playing, you know, semi-pros. So that is what is rewarding to me. Again, the wins mean a lot. But when you see how these young women are just, you know, flourishing after they graduate from our program and yes. doing major, major yeah. things, that makes me feel very proud as a coach. And you should not lose sight of the fact of the impact that you make. Sometimes it's not all that evident, but it is lifelong. And we certainly appreciate all you're doing for our young people here in Hampton as well. Thank you. Thank you. So what do you like to do when you aren't coaching basketball? <laughs> I am such a homebody. So I'm usually, you know, at home with my daughter. My daughter's a cheerleader here. Okay. Um, so, you know, we might go to a movie or um, I like to travel when I can. Off-season, basketball is really year-round for me. Off-season, I'm one of uh, the coaches for Boo Williams, EYBL 17U team. That's one of the elite teams, Nike teams in the country. So I do a lot of travel with their team. Um, I just like working on my craft and, and getting better and, you know. So it sounds like even when you, when you aren't coaching here at the Hampton High, you're coaching, coaching someplace somewhere else. somewhere else, yes. So that is just your passion. And you mentioned your daughter. What grade is she in? Bailey is an 11th grader here. 11th grader. Yes. So she did not get the basketball bug. I tried it, and trust me, she wants to be nothing like me. She wants. To, <laughs> she's a cheerleader, and she's very talented in that area. Right. Yes. yes. What academy is she in? Um, she is actually, she does um, the uh, over at... Um, what is that? Um, I'm sorry. I can't even think That's of it. That's fine. It is, she wants to be a criminal profiler. So oh, she does the one. Law and Public Safety. Yes, but it's over at, not here at Hampton Bethel. High School. No, she goes to the one on uh, Magruder. New Horizons. I'm New Horizons. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, I'm yes, sorry. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. She goes there. Okay. Yes. 
Does she like it? She does. She really loves it. So she, she loves it. aspires to be an attorney or something. At she some wants point. to. I don't know how she's gonna do it, but she wants to be a criminal profiler. So she wants to study, I guess, you know, mass murderers and mm. figure out their minds and okay. how their minds work and who made who did the crime. You know, that kind of <laughs> stuff that her mom doesn't have the stomach for. She can do it. Uh, she'll she'll get to it as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. You said traveling as well. You do a lot of traveling. What uh, have been some of your favorite places? Jamaica is my definitely my favorite place to go to. Um, we have friends that live there, so we don't spend a lot of money when we go. You know, we stay in very modest accommodations, and that's how I like it. I don't spend a lot of money going to resorts. We just enjoy being there and travel around with locals. So when you know somebody there, it's it's a very fun place to visit. So that's definitely my favorite place to go to nice. outside of the U.S. In the U.S., um, I prefer going to um, probably California. My daughter's father's from California, so we would go to San Diego or L.A. a lot. But San I like Diego is nice. Yes. I've been there. Yes. It's like a good place to live because it never gets below 70-something degrees yes. all year long. Very nice. Very it's a nice. beautiful city. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the traveling and the things that you like to do for fun, even on the side, it seems like it's all basketball related, though. That is where your passion is. Do you actually play, aside from working with your young people while they're practicing, do you play on a adult league team or anything? I do not, but I tell my girls every year that I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to start <laughs> playing again. Now, I will play with them in practice, right. half court half court and um i demonstrate every day of course but you know once we start going up and back somebody needs to set me out because <laughs> that's that's not happening so you still anymore. have a little skill left. oh absolutely i can outshoot all of them now but when we're talking about actual playing no i'm not in that kind of shape any longer but hope be- to get there again <laughs> i believe you still have it in you coach i believe you still have it in you anything else you'd like to share with the listening audience no just come out and support the girls team um we'd love to have you um we, we enjoy community support. Our girls really know that they're playing for the community. That's one of the things that I stress to them. This is not about you. It's giving back to the city. It's giving back to a school that's giving everything it can to you. So come out and support us and cheer for us. We would love to have you. I certainly appreciate it. You mentioned the community. Are, the, are your players doing things in the community as well? You have opportunities where they perhaps are serving as mentors to younger students or anything like that? We do have kids in our program that, um, because of their academies, they go out and do community service. We have always said that we want to do something together as a team. Maybe this Christmas we can get with uh, my church. I go to Ivy Baptist, get with Ivy Baptist and see if we can get the girls on some sort of volunteer mission, you know, helping the homeless. But we do have kids within our program that, have to do volunteer hours because of the academies and things that they're in. Absolutely. It's always pretty powerful, just in my experience as an elementary, middle, and high school principal, having the high school teams come and serve as mentors, or even if they come in and just talk to a class or, class or two at the middle and elementary level. They, Young people really look up to the high school students. Absolutely. Just a suggestion. And looking at that championship team coming in there, I think will be pretty impactful for younger people as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Coach Bailey, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for all your hard work you do for our young people on and off the court. And to our listeners, remember, education is the most powerful weapon you can use to change the world. As one community, one transformation, we will ensure academic excellence for every child, every day, whatever it takes. 
Looking forward to next time. Listen to learn more about Hampton City Schools. New episodes of HCS Talks drop on Thursday. Subscribe and listen to HCS Talks. HCS Talks is a Hampton City Schools production.